Simply Abundant Intuitive Hour, The Journey of Attachment, a special series that takes a deep dive into the topic of insecure attachment and why you can't let go. Here's Tracy Crossley. Greetings. How are you all doing today? I am back with another podcast. It's a journey of attachment, and it is episode number 351. Yep, hard to believe, but here we are. So, journey of attachment, true feelings versus reactions. A lot of reactions that we have that are emotional in nature, we tend to mistake for true feelings because we don't actually know what the true feelings are and therefore what can you do if you don't know, right? That's what a lot of my podcasts are about, things that we don't realize because who would have ever taught us these things? I didn't learn these things as a child. I'm sure you didn't either. Our society is not a big proponent of empowerment and happiness, even though that's what society proclaims to be. But you have to follow society's formula for that. And I'm not following the Kardashians, are you? I'm not following all this bullshit out there because, frankly, none of it's about being happy. Being happy is a completely internal deal. And for most of us, we don't know what that is because we're so busy being stuck in the reactions. And speaking your true feelings is a huge stumbling block for so many people, not just because they got to get the gumption up to do it, but not even understanding, again, the difference between what a reaction is and what your true feelings are. So when asking how someone feels, they might talk about what's going on outside of them as far as, let's say, I'm stressed because, oh my God, work's so insane right now, or I'm worried about the future of my relationship. Oh my God, am I going to have a relationship tomorrow? You know, I'm upset about something my friend said about me, not to me, right? Those are going to cause reactions. They're not your deeper feelings. They are caused by something outside of you, okay? So to get past the reactionary surface emotions, you have to dig deeper because it's easy to stay in a state of pain because most of us, that's what we learn as kids until, you know, we stay in that state of pain until something corrects itself, right? Like the relationship improves or work calms down or maybe the weather changes, right? But being in a state of waiting keeps you in pain for something that may never, ever happen. So you're staying in a loop with it as long as you keep focusing on what you want to externally change. So a lot of us will choose then the states of being in anxiety or anger, frustration, sadness, or fleeting moments of happiness and not really even understanding that's not true happiness either. Because this is, again, all learned. Who the hell knew? Not very many people. So anxiety, we're going, well, wait a minute, that's a deeper feeling. No, it's a reaction. It's a reaction to something physiological, mental, emotional. It is a reaction. Anger, the same thing. You can look at something outside of you and you can get all sorts of angry, but then you still have to go, well, wait a minute, if I'm getting angry at someone, what is that doing for me? Am I better than them? Does that mean they're bad and I'm good? No. What it means is they've triggered you because you can, as I like to say, stand 10 people up next to each other and not everybody's going to get angry at the same thing. But you're going to get angry if you have chosen to be somewhere that you deny you've chosen to be at, by the way. A lot of times we choose things and pretend we didn't make the choice. Oh, I just happened to be here. Or, my God, I committed to you and you treat me like this. Well, hello, you're committed there yourself. Why? 
Why are you staying there? Why don't you get the fuck out, right? And I don't say this like you need to go and do it today. It's for you to question on a deeper level. What am I doing here? Why do I put myself through this? Not to kick your own butt, as I like to say, but to have a recognition that you have a choice. Yeah, you always have a choice. So you can get stuck in these fleeting feelings because anger dissipates. There's a deeper reason why you're getting angry. You have a negative belief in there. Maybe you're angry because you don't feel important to begin with, even beside the relationship you're in, and it's pissing you off because you're not getting what you want, because you've never learned how to value yourself. And that's really the problem. I'm in a relationship with someone where I'm not getting my value, so I'm pissed at them. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you in the relationship then? Get out. Now, I say it again, I know it's not easy and I'm not telling you to actually get out today, but your goal should be, if I'm not happy somewhere, then I need to figure out what's going on with me that says I should be here. Be curious. Don't run. Don't hide. Feel it and be with it, okay? So anyways, over the years, of course, you've developed patterns to deal with your uncomfortable emotions. Again, waiting for the situation to change rather than dealing with the underlying emotions. And then perhaps the situation does change. You know, all of a sudden you, your job gets better, right? After it's sucked for so long and maybe you get a new boss and that changes things, okay? Or you get your own business and you decide this is a better way to be. And for some people, that's true. So the deal is once you, you know, the situation improves, you might feel better temporarily, but something else is going to trigger you sooner or later. You're going to get frustrated or angry or anxious because things aren't going to go your way outside of you. And you're stuck on that. And that is a pain in the booty. Yeah. So instead of continuing the pattern of trying to fix the external situation, you could do something else called connect with yourself on a deeper level to uncover your true feelings. Because feeling your true feelings will keep you out of this reactionary state and it will help you to break patterns Break those patterns. Prisoners in solitary confinement can have a sense of peace and well-being completely separate from their outside world. So can you. That's what I'm saying. It's like it is a choice to be where you are. The outside does not have to rule the inside. You know, you can dig deeper and get to the deeper feelings of love. Love is a deeper feeling. Love's not a surface emotion. Attachment, that's a surface emotion, even though you feel it deep down inside, but that's pain pain. Yes. I know, right? That's so back-ass words. But when you have attachment, it doesn't come from a happy place. Because if you're, if you're attached and you're having anxiety, anxiety is the most unpleasant feeling in the world, I think. Personally, yeah, thanks to no thanks to anxiety, all right? Now, I understand if there's a crocodile who's chasing me or something, I guess, that could actually chase me. Um, but, you know, I am not going to be like, Yahoo, I got anxiety. I'm going to be asking myself, what's going on at a deeper level that might have been triggered or what have you to wake up and go, oh, wow, this is here. Because things like love, again, deeper, joy, deeper, shame is deeper, although shame is one of those in-between places because shame is a deeper feeling. Shame doesn't come out as shame, right? Like anger comes out as anger. Shame doesn't come out as shame. Shame comes out as anger or frustration or sadness or something else. It doesn't come out straight up as shame, right? 
So it's kind of, it's, it's one of those, those things that it's another, it's like a deeper trigger is what I would call it. Um, numbness is also something on a deeper level because it blocks what you can feel inside. You might just stay at the level of anger and reactionary places with yourself because there's numbness and that means, oh, I can't seem to get beneath that. So you, that's a big thing too. Personally, that's a pain in the ass. That's a pain in the ass as well. I'm not really big on having myself be stuck in a, a place like that because, well, I actually am not anymore, but I used to. I just, I don't like that helpless, I'm a victim feeling. I know that none of you listening want to live there either. That's why you're listening, right? So you really want to stop trying to fix what's outside of you and connect with yourself on a deeper level to really uncover those true feelings. That is totally what you want to do. So I'll give you an example. Let's say your partner says something to piss you off. You focus on how pissed you are at what he or she did instead of looking at your deeper emotions and what's being triggered, which is where you want to look because that's the only place you have any power. So perhaps you feel trapped in the relationship and keep making the decision to stay because that is difficult for you to confront because maybe you feel there's not going to be anybody else and maybe you're going to be alone the rest of your life. I mean, this is a lot of people. I'm not saying this just out of thin air. This is something that is truly a concern with why a lot of people stay in dysfunctional relationships. Sometimes we're attached and we can't get the hell out either. And we think that we are crazy or all sorts of other fun labels that we'll give ourselves, right? And it's just a bunch of pain. But the truth is, is that when you feel trapped like that, you still avoid dealing with the deeper feelings of why am I here? Deeper, not in your head, but deeper feelings. So just so you know, I was starting to say like some of the deeper emotions, like compassion's a deeper emotion, peace is a deeper emotion. When you start to feel those feelings, it starts to balance things out because they live beneath too. But if you're always in a reactionary state, you can't get to those deeper feelings. And of course, when you focus on the external problem, like you're trapped in a relationship, you never connect with those deeper feelings, both positive or negative. So you miss the boat entirely. I mean, it's just forget it. So you're stuck on the surface and you're constantly solving the same fucking problems on a daily basis instead of connecting how you with how you feel. Because, oh, I solved it today. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach he or she a lesson or I'm not going to talk to them or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. How long does that last? It probably lasts as long as a diet does. You know, we don't do a very good job staying on diets in the long run, right? I mean, willpower wasn't meant to diet. Willpower was meant to keep you alive. So we use we use willpower, though, in not feeling certain feelings, too. I mean, that's pretty much how we helped ourselves develop a pattern of avoiding our own emotions. Okay, call to action. You can choose to focus on surface emotions triggered by external situations or... You can connect with your deeper feelings, both positive and negative, for a greater sense of well-being. Okay, so we gave my client a name. My client's name is Adrian, and it's a chick. <laughs> I had a look at the outline. I'm like, Adrian, okay. I didn't choose that name, by the way, but that's fine. I would, But that's one of those names that can go either way, right? Just like my name. Yay. And then I named my kids names that could go either way. And I always said I would never do that because when I was growing up, everybody was like, Tracy's a boy's name. Okay. All right, enough childhood. So whenever I ask Adrian how she's feeling, she talks about how her husband didn't take out the trash or ignored her when she was talking. 
And it's just always a complaint. And it's so funny because I ask this of so many people besides Adrian. I'll say, how are you feeling? They'll say a sentence of, I feel okay, but blah, blah, blah did this or that. It is literally within the first few sentences that somebody will take that focus right off of how they're feeling and into what someone did to make them feel the way they do because they believe somebody made them. No, somebody triggered you. Again, those are your feelings, not theirs. Anyway, so her focus is always on his behavior. It's just constantly, and it's constantly a reaction to his behavior. She feels ignored, not important, not a priority, all of that kind of stuff, right? So it keeps her in that victim mentality, and she never goes any deeper. She just stews on this shit. And she's unhappy, and she's pissed, and she's, well, unhappy and pissed, same thing, right? And sad, and lonely, and frustrated. She's all of those things. So the deal is, though, she never gets to her deeper feelings, like, why am I here in this relationship? You can ask yourself mentally, and she asks herself mentally, but you tend to not get the real answer. So... Adrian doesn't know how she feels about the relationship separate from his behavior. She feels like she's just totally locked into it. Like she cannot move her view. It's like she has blinders on, right? And her whole focus is on him. So she has no idea how to do that. And she doesn't know if she's fulfilled or just going through the motions because she hasn't stopped to connect with that part of herself. She keeps thinking that if her husband changes his behavior so she doesn't get upset with him, everything's going to be okay, but it never really is, and that is the truth. So that doesn't address, again, how she truly feels inside. So what's changing for her? How is she getting to a happy ending? Well, I've asked her to sit with those feelings without bringing her husband into the equation, and she's getting really used to, oh yeah, wait a minute, how do I feel? So it wasn't that it happened overnight. It took a while because she has been locked into these patterns with him. She's been married quite a while. So she's been locked in these patterns for a really long time. And once she was able to do this, she felt less reactive and uptight. Like she's starting to notice, I'm choosing to be here. I'm choosing to look at him and have expectations of him that he is not going to fulfill. Why? Why am I wanting to be disappointed? So then I got to dig deeper because disappointment is another emotion that we try to avoid. Oh yeah, all these other surface ones, those keep us from having to deal with disappointment. Not that disappointment is a super deep feeling, but disappointment is at the level of, I would say, shame. And so it's at a deeper level than your surface emotions and it tends to trigger other behaviors rather than how do you act out disappointment? You really don't. You don't run around going, I'm disappointed, I'm disappointed. That's anger, right? <laughs> So just saying. Anyways, so for her, she's she is feeling better and she's softened and she started to take responsibility for the choice that she's made to be remaining in this relationship for the moment. She may not remain in it forever, but right now she's in it. Okay, call to action again. Ready? You can choose to focus on surface emotions triggered by external situations or you can connect with your deeper feelings, both positive and negative, for a greater sense of well-being. Why is this important? Well, when you focus on the reactionary or surface emotions, you never get to your true feelings. You never do. You stay locked in the same pattern, the same frustrations, the same sadness, the same shit. And that's no fun. And when you are stuck also in the pattern of trying to fix the external cause of your anger, meaning other people, 
guess what? You stay angry, you stay sad, you stay frustrated, you stay all those things. You don't go to happy land. How can you? That's pretty much impossible. So well-being comes from connecting with your deeper feelings, both positive and negative. Yep, yep, I know, I know. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I get it. I thought my feelings came from whatever was happening in my life. Aren't those my real feelings? No, they're not. God, you would just be reacting to things all the time. You'd have no original thought or feeling. That's just not true. So what else are you thinking? Anger and frustration sure feel like real feelings because they feel so big. They're so, I'd say, not explosive, but you definitely feel those. But unless you're willing to sit through them and get to a deeper level, you're never going to know what's driving those feelings. Your choices are, but you need to know why. You need to know if you have crazy expectations. You need to know what you are actually looking at. Like, what are you choosing to focus on? You know, things like that. But most people don't want to go there. These are going to remain surface emotions connected to outside circumstances. They just are. Okay? They are. So... It's like road rage, right? I don't need to give an example, but I am. But like road rage, you're all pissed off. Well, really, what are you pissed at? What is it that's beneath that? There's always something. That's what you have to look for. Well, I don't like inconsideration. I feel like they don't think I'm important. I mean, these are some of the, the beliefs that we have underneath it. You want to look at those things. You've got to remember there's a difference between reactionary feelings and true feelings. And I think road rage or anything like that is a great example of it. Because focusing on reactionary feelings will keep you trying to solve a problem that you'll never solve because you don't know what's underneath it. And that is the truth. Tips. I got three of them. When your emotional state is based on something that happened externally, like you're angry, frustrated, anxious, blah, 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 acknowledge that these are reactionary emotions and that you're reacting to a situation and they do not represent who you truly are. Now, you can take that outside situation and go, what? Is going on inside of me that this is triggering. I mean, you can look at it for that reason. It's triggering something. What? It's mirroring something to me. What? Two, focus on your gut or your heart and ask, how do I really feel? What do I feel separate from the circumstances? What are my raw emotions? Three, your deeper raw emotions exist regardless of what's going on outside. Those are not reactive. You'll know when you're hitting them when you don't feel like you're in a state of reaction. You don't. You don't feel like going and strangling somebody. Crying, by the way, most of the time is reactionary. You're reacting to an emotion. It is not a display of deeper emotion. It is a reaction to emotion at whatever level, okay? So a lot of times people go, well, I'm crying. I must be feeling my feelings. No, you're reacting to a feeling, sadness, frustration, anger grief, all of those things, happiness, you're reacting. Do you get it? Okay. So things like I said, compassion, even feeling different or weird are beneath everything because those are beliefs. Distrust, that's deeper. That goes right along with where disappointment lands. And depression is the same thing because depression is a cause and effect as well. And it's not necessarily at a topical level. It's deeper than that, but it's not the deepest, oh, I'm depressed. Well, there's a reason you're depressed. You have to get deeper than that. Empathy is a deeper feeling as well. 
So anyway, okay. Where am I? Okay, number three. Did I say this? <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. I really want to make an impression about the difference between the emotions and the deeper ones and the reactionary ones. So three is your deeper raw emotions exist regardless of what's going on outside. I think I already said this, but I'll say it again. Those are not reactive. You'll know when you're hitting them when you don't feel you're in a state of reaction. Yeah, I already said that. Sorry about that. Well, you heard the third one twice. All right, so I'm going to give you a recap. The recap is... When your feelings are connected to external circumstances, they are reactionary feelings. Making choices based on your reaction is a pattern. You've been doing it on autopilot a long time. Start to have some awareness and you're going to know what the hell is going on inside of you. True feelings, they exist deep inside, separate from anything external. Connect with those deeper feelings for a sense of well-being. And you can, and it is amazing because this is what I always tell people. On the other side of those feelings, if you really feel your deeper feelings, is peace. Yeah. It's peace and lightness, not heaviness, less judgment, less of that inner critic asshole that lives in your head going off on you. Call to action one more time. You can choose to focus on surface emotions triggered by external situations, or you can connect with your deeper feelings, both positive and negative for a greater sense of well-being. You have the universal right. You have the right to continually react to what's happening outside of you, or you can become empowered by connecting with your true feelings that aren't connected to anything external. What are my related podcasts? I have two. Are you a creator or reactor in your life? And why we focus on problems. Ha ha! Right on! Problems! Yeah! Okay. <laughs> I talk about this stuff all week long with clients. So I am always thinking, oh gosh, I could just come at each of these topics in so many different ways. Even this one that I talked about today. Because you never know what it is that's going to hit that button with you, you know, you're listening to my podcast and you're going, that sounds good. That sounds good. But then sometimes you get those ones where it's like, boom, and you go, oh my God, now I totally get it. Those are the ones I love. So I tend to try to paint the picture from different angles so that it helps you to be able to recognize certain things. So I'm glad you're listening. And of course, if you have any questions, you can email info at tracycrossley.com or pod, sorry, podcast at tracycrossley.com. Got those confused. And when you do, you just say what your question is, and I'll answer it on Facebook Live. And if you have a topic, of course, please say that this is a topic that I would love to have Tracy cover. And of course, you want to make a bigger leap than just listening to my podcast. I highly suggest doing the 30-Day Emotional Cleanse for Healthier Relationships. It's a kick-ass course. I hear feedback all the time from people taking it who feel like they are getting somewhere in their lives. So I highly suggest it. And then if you want to go a superhero, because this is what it takes, I have my avoidant, anxious avoidant group. And that, my friends, is happening right now. And it's also starting to happen in May. And as I do a waiting list after that, when I get to a certain amount of people, then I'll start the group again. But it's always limited by the amount of people. So, you know, if I don't get enough people, then it won't start for a long time. If I get enough people, then it will. I was going to do it four times a year, but I'm finding that there are people wanting to do it more often. So I just want people to get help. And I know if you've seen the YouTube videos of the members of the group that I just did, out there, I suggest go to YouTube and just check them out, but they give you a pretty good idea of what it looks like, what the group looks like, why it's so fucking amazing, and how much change these people 
went through in their lives. So anyway, so those are the two things. And uh, that's pretty much it, you guys. So I am so happy that you were here and that you guys continue tuning in. And I thank you so much and have a good rest of your day. Questions about today's show? Reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating for the show so it can be heard by more people. For all things Tracy, check out tracycrossley.com.